how can one song launch an entire movement? Find out next on Live Happy Now. The whole goal of the campaign is to make taking care of yourself cool and create a conversation about it. Hello and welcome to Live Happy Now. Uh, today we are learning about a campaign called This Is My Self Care, which was launched by Nashville artist Brian Thompson, who performs under the stage name Stealing Oceans. Uh, known for positive, uplifting lyrics, Stealing Oceans is using the platform of music to create greater awareness about the need for tending to our emotional wounds with his This Is My Self Care initiative. Live Happy Science editor Paula Phelps caught up with him to talk about how he started a self-care movement from a single song. Brian, thank you so much for coming on Live Happy Now today. Uh, I'm familiar with your music. I know a lot of our listeners are going to become familiar with your music now. Now, one thing that really struck me the first time I saw you was how much your message and your music is about positivity. And I wondered where that comes from. It comes from growing up with a lot of negativity. Um, and growing up, uh, you know, in, in a pretty rough place mentally, um, I struggled a lot with, um, you know, depression, anxiety. Um, I abused drugs, uh, alcohol. It was, it was, uh, it was a very toxic environment for me coming up, and uh, and I was always in a negative headspace. You know, I, I even got to a point where I almost took my own life um, in high school, and and luckily, you know, by the love of my parents and friends around me, you know, that that strength helped me get out of it. And, um, and I was able to, to start to, and then I began writing music. And when I began writing music, I realized telling my story, people would connect with it. And then when I put a positive twist on everything and, and started, you know, kind of looking glasses half full filter, it really started to, it really started to, um, you know, just bring, make make life better in general. Honestly, it's like looking through rose-colored glasses when you kind of bring positivity in your life and you you lead with gratitude forward, and you know, always wanting to give back and contribution. And so, the positivity for me it's something that not only does it help me on a daily basis being part of my brand, but um, it's incredible. You know how many people come come up after shows and they're just like the the positive energy and story that you told really touched me tonight it's it's something that i've realized that is powerful and you know can can make a difference you know at least with one person at a time which is pretty magical to me well and it seems like the songs that you've written a lot of them are a way of helping yourself heal but they're so powerful that they're helping the listeners heal too so you kind of get that that bonus effect where both sides benefit from it (laughs) So how what is that like for you to know that that one it's helping you and then two you've you've turned around and you've touched other people's lives with with these songs. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I honestly, Paul, I can't even I can't even describe the feeling. I mean, the first time that someone came up to me after a show at the merch table and told me that they were six months sober and they were struggling and they were planning on starting to drink again because they just came to the conclusion that they couldn't have fun while being sober. And then they came to the show and they saw me on stage and talk about, you know, quitting drinking a few years ago and having so much fun on stage and exuding so much positive energy. They're like that. And they broke down to me at the merch table and they're like that, that changed my whole 
my whole perspective on everything. And then eight months later, we were playing in Nashville, and that same lady drove down to the show from Virginia and comes up to the merch booth after, cries with me again and tells me that she's been sober for 14 months now and she had me to thank, which, wow. you know, I, it just, it, and I don't take credit for that. I mean, she did that with her own willpower, but the fact that, you know, <laughs> something that I shared from my story was able to affect someone positively in that nature, enough for them to come travel and let me know that and have this spiritual experience with her at the merch table was it was it just it you know solidified for me that I'm I'm on the right path and I'm doing what I should be doing in my life and it, oh, absolutely I, it, there's no better feeling well another thing that you're very big on is practicing gratitude and why is that so important to you because that really comes through at your shows I mean I think gratitude if you if you you know, I've learned, especially I have a mentor, his name's Ricky Mendez, and I work with him on an almost daily basis, and, you know, his main thing is gratitude. And I've learned, you know, when I, when I start my day, I wake up in the morning now, and I read a list of what I'm grateful for, and I don't only read things like I'm grateful for my family because they love me, and I'm grateful for my band because, you know, they're incredible people, but I also read stuff like, I'm grateful for the screaming baby on the plane because it means I can hear. And what that does for me is it conditions my mind. I read that every single morning and it conditions my mind. So, you know, two weeks ago when I jump on a flight to LA and it's a 6 a.m. flight and we had a show the night before and I took a two hour nap before heading to the airport and I get on the flight and there's three babies behind me screaming and I look around <laughs> and people are pissed off and I'm sitting there laughing. I'm just like, this is awesome, because that, what that did for me is it reminded me in that moment, because I read that on my list every day, it reminded me, hey, I can hear right now. This is awesome. Rather than the opposite, man, why do these, these babies need to shut up? You know, and back in the day, some of the stuff I would say about screaming babies on a plane, I couldn't say on this podcast. But, <laughs> um, but I that, don't think you're alone on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sure everyone can relate to that. And, uh, and so I, I just realized, I mean, Gratitude's almost like a drug in itself, you know, and it's it's the best drug you could take because it's uh, it's when you lead with gratitude, there's nothing you can almost, in a sense, people say you can't control your thoughts, but you almost can because if you lead with gratitude, the fact that you're breathing and still alive, you're winning. Yeah, and you know that's something yeah. we talk a lot about with Live Happy Now about the the power of gratitude and how it really does retrain your brain to find the good in life and you're such a wonderful example of that because you you are looking at the bright side you you are finding that silver lining inside of every cloud thank you thank you a lot well one of the things that you're doing right now which is really powerful one of the main reasons we wanted to talk today is this song and this campaign around self-care so can you first of all let's talk about the song itself and where that came from yeah. and how you came up with this yeah well um i wrote the song with uh, two incredible songwriters and producers uh adam Egan and garrett miller and um we were heading down to garrett's studio uh in franklin tennessee and uh i picked up adam on the way and he had told me he had been struggling a lot that day in the car 
and uh, and he took a, a walk with his dog in the morning and he came up with this line um, which you know ended up being the beginning of the song the day one um, and he told me that line that just resonated with me right away and I started to realize like man like you know and then we, we had this conversation about stuff we had been struggling with and, and then I asked him like how do you how do you deal with this stuff? Like, how do you take care of yourself? And that conversation came up and then we joined, got to the studio with Gary and we started talking about, you know, taking care of ourselves and, and addictions and certain things that, you know, the three of us struggle with on a daily basis. So the three of us, we kind of maneuvered the lyrics to, you know, really say what we wanted to say. And then that, that kind of set the, the, the stage for me to, you know, just tell my story about self-care. And, you know, I start with, you know, right before I stopped drinking, which is almost three years ago now, and the turmoil that I was going through at that time. And so the the, the verses in that song for me are, are telling my story of, you know, when I, when I began the journey of putting the drink down, it was rough, like, because all of a sudden I was living with my thoughts again. I couldn't escape. Yeah. And um, I cried. I cried a lot. A lot of stuff came out, and I didn't think I was going to make it. But then positive things started happening so I stuck with it and then six months in I was like my life is already better there's no way I'm drinking again in my life so, um, and I just never looked back and and so for me putting that in the song and just sharing my story and, and talking about the cheating is as you know as personal as that is to me and how embarrassed I still am from that um, I think it's so important to share that with the world because everyone makes mistakes and to hear someone else go through something that you might've been through and, and, and in a song that's about taking care of yourself is I, I believe is powerful and it's helped me, but I, I truly believe that's something that, you know, it can, it can positively affect people and you know, that's why we're doing it. And so you turned it into an entire campaign and how, how did that idea come yeah. up? And can you tell us then a little bit about this campaign and how we can all be involved in it? Absolutely. Um, the campaign came up. Um, my, uh, my partner in stealing oceans and, and all the business side and the, and the production side, and he produces content for me, is a guy named Bo Latham. And we, uh, you know, he kind of, led the charge on building this this is my self-care campaign he built a website stealingoceans.com backslash self-care and the whole the whole goal of the campaign is to is to make taking care of yourself cool and and to get create a conversation about it and and it's a preventative measure i feel like in today's society we're very reactive with things it's always we're reacting to people rather than why not share what we do to keep ourselves from going down, you know, some of those dark roads. And, uh, and so the whole goal of the campaign is, is, you know, we're using the hashtag, this is my self care. And we're just asking people to share what they do for self care. So, you know, some people already have, um, they, and it's great. People are starting to use the song in the videos, which is, which is awesome. Um, you know, they're posting videos of, of them, uh, of them doing yoga to the song and saying, "This is my self-care." Um, some people are, you know, meditating. Some people are playing guitar. Some people are, um, you know, working out on a run. And uh, 
And it's just showing, it's creating this community. It's creating a conversation about, hey, this is what I do to take care of myself. And um, and then other pe- like people are starting to join in. And it's exciting because, you know, it's uh, it's something that's so important. But for some reason, like, it's not, we don't talk about it. Um, well, and we also put but, it to the side. We're like, I know I need to do this. I know if I meditate for 20 minutes, my whole day is going to be better. Or, like in my case, I, I get up earlier so I can do at least 15 minutes of yoga before my day starts. And it's like we know we need to do that, but it's so easy to be like, ah, but I'm going to, I'd rather sleep in. I'd rather, you know, I just, I've got to do this instead. So I love the fact that you're really emphasizing, one, that it is cool to do self-care, and and two, you really are showing us and reminding us how important it is. Yeah, and honestly, at the end of the day, it's why wouldn't you do something like I wake up and I read my gratitude poem and I say thank you and it takes less than five minutes. And, you know, the, the logic for me is why, would, why wouldn't I do something that takes less than five minutes, less than 1% of my day to set myself up for a day of gratitude, a day of positivity, and it puts a filter on me to live with gratitude. And to me, it's a no-brainer now. And once you start doing it, it becomes a habit and, and it's easy. And then it's like I'm, I'm smiling way more than I was before. I'm living, I'm living happy, Paula. That's, <laughs> that's what we love to hear. There's a wave of love and positivity and gratitude that's forming and it keeps growing and I see it all around me and uh, it's powerful and I think that's, that's, that's the next wave in, in our culture, which is incredible. And I think people are realizing that these are the things that are going to, you know, for lack of better terms and as cheesy as it sounds, make the world a better place. All right, that was my interview with Brian Thompson of Stealing Oceans. And in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how you can learn more about his This is Self-Care initiative. But first, we wanted to let our listeners know that we're getting ready for our summer break, and we're taking the month of July off. So we've brought in two very special members of the Live Happy team who are going to talk about what you can expect when we come back next season. Here to tell us more about that are Live Happy executive editor Donna Stokes and web editor Chris Libby. Welcome, guys. How's everything going in Dallas? We are doing great, and we're excited about the next season. Um, in addition to our regular interviews, we're going to um, have a segment at the end about some of our most inspiring happiness heroes, people who are just doing amazing things helping other people. We will also share some of the latest trends and news in happiness, um, some of which comes from Chris Libby's new blog, Finding Happiness. Chris, you want to tell us a little bit about what you have coming up? Yeah, the the blog is something that we've been kicking around for a while now, and it's basically, it's a way for us to let our readers know what, and giving them the latest research in happiness and staying on top of it, because um, essentially, the information is, is what they're looking for. They want to know how to live happy, how to take care of themselves, better well-being. So we're just going to take small portions of the latest studies coming out every month, and then we'll add it into the podcast, too, so our listeners can get it, get that information as well. Great. Yeah. We'll cover everything from mindfulness to sleep, health, food, everything that's tied into our well-being. 
Great. And we're also going to have our great interviews too. You've got you've got a couple interviews coming up. You want to tell us about that you're most excited about? The one, my most recent one that I'm very uh, excited about for the next season is Nick Ortner. Now people may recognize him. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He wrote about and practices the tapping solution, which is uh, acupressure and mindfulness. It's a technique that he uses. But what we're talking to him about is his latest children's book. Uh, called My Magic Breath, Finding Calm Through Mindful Breathing. It's interesting because we do talk about mindfulness a lot here at Live Happy, but we rarely talk about it for the youngest people in our lives, children. A lot of people don't realize, and parents and me, I include myself in this, I, sometimes I forget that children get stressed too, and they need a way to relieve that stress. Breathing techniques and mindfulness is a great way uh, it's starting to gain steam. A lot more classrooms are doing it. It's a great way for children to calm down and to relieve that stress. The, you're going to hear a lot of great things from Nick about the benefits to all this, and I even used it in my own house, not to experiment on my children, but I wanted to see. <laughs> I wanted to, I'm going to turn you in, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to put the rubber to the road and see if this, if this worked, and I did it. I put it into the rotation of my own daughter's bedtime reading material, and she really took to it, and we did see a little bit of a change there. And now, every time she gets a little bit out of control, I'm like, where's that book? So, yeah, it's been a great benefit, <laughs> and it's a really good book. I urge people to check it out. Well, and I'm sure that that kind of skill, when you're taught as a child, then that's going to last you your entire life. Yes. It's, it's what a great way to shape your way of thinking. Yeah, and, you know, kids are more distracted now uh, with technology and just the, the nature of our environment now. And starting now, starting early, is going to set them up for life. That's really great because, you know, I had an interview just this past week with Kristen Neff, and we'll be airing that in the new season. And Kristen is a leading expert in self-compassion. And that dovetails so well into mindfulness. And we talked, ironically, about some of those same things, about if we could teach our children, if we could raise them to know self-compassion, then it's going to change the entire trajectory and outcome of their, their life. Yeah, that's really true. Um, and I think now more than ever is, is it a great time. We won't see the immediate results, but, you know, maybe, maybe a decade from now, we'll, uh, people will be a lot nicer to each other. Well, that we could use that, couldn't we? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, and we had, I think Donna has some great news about some numbers that you can share with us as we gear up for a new season. Uh, right. This is very exciting for us. Um, do we need a drum roll? <laughs> yeah, uh, we, can, we, we can try to do one here. Um, <laughs> um, we are, by the time we launch our season four in August, we are getting very close to two million downloads. And we'll keep you posted on when we hit that number. And we have all of you, our listeners, to thank for that, for continuing to come back every week and listening to all the new interviews, and we're so excited to grow even more with you. Yay. And what we're going to do this new season is to reward you and thank you for being such loyal listeners, is we're going to give you a monthly happy deal that each month we'll pick something out of our Live Happy store, and we'll give you a killer deal on it. And all you have to do is listen to the podcast to get the code, go to our store, and save a ton of money. That is an awesome deal. We don't want Absolutely. To, yeah, we don't want to give away, but I think we're going to have uh, a lot of great guests coming up, and this season will be the best ever. 
Yeah, we've got some great stuff. And again, we'll be back here August 7th with all new episodes and a great new format. So be sure and subscribe now at Apple Store, Google Play, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded so that you don't miss a single episode. And we will meet you back here then. Well, that's it for this episode and for this season. If you'd like to learn more about Stealing Oceans, This Is My Self-Care campaign, visit us online at Live Happy Now and learn how you can be part of the movement. Then join us back here on August 7th when Live Happy Now launches its fourth season. And until then, enjoy your summer and remember to always live happy.